Three things create relationship fights. The first one is reality arguments. Then it's listening to people's words when we should be listening to their emotions. And finally, there's no agreed upon confrontation model. Let's start with the first one. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What's a reality argument? Well, what is this? What do you see here? It's a can of Coke, right? Can't you see that? You see the how it's all red and the white label that says Coke right across it? Take a sip. You Wait, you see mustard? You're kidding me. How do you get mustard from that? Obviously, it's mustard. But that's what happens is, think about it. Have you ever watched a football game and there's a controversial play and everyone in the room has a different opinion? They have a different reality. They see situations different. We all do. We all have our own reality about what somebody said, what somebody did, what it means. And so the problem is, is both people are entrenched. My reality is right. And if you don't accept my reality, that means you are victimizing me. You're hurting me. And so what you have in a reality argument is two people racing to the bottom. I'm the bigger victim. And unless you acknowledge my victimhood and how your version of reality is wrong, we have a problem. And they have no process in place. One, most people don't even realize that that's what's happening is a reality argument. And we get in these reality arguments because of our childhood and the definitions we all learn for emotions, people, places, and things. And so we don't see the world the same. We don't understand that it's not whether somebody's right or wrong. It's just, for some reason, they see a Coke can. That's fascinating. I'm like, I don't get it. To me, that's mustard. And so when we recognize that our fights are about reality arguments, instead of racing to the victim position, we become inquisitive. Okay, I, I don't understand how you see it that way. Can you give me more information? Like educate me on how you come up with the idea that that's a Coke can or whatever the situation is, all right? So that's the first part is reality arguments. The second part, People listening to words when they should be listening for emotions. Many people don't realize that only 7% of all communication is words. 93% is tone and body language. Now, think about why the divorce rate and the relationship dating world is such a nightmare for everybody. How is everybody meeting people nowadays? Online. Text message. The absolute worst way to meet anyone or know anything about a single person, yet everyone is making the most important decision in their life through text message and email. And many people absolutely refuse to even get on a phone call, FaceTime, or meet in person. And they wonder 
why they can't find somebody to build a relationship with. It is the absolute worst way to communicate and get to know anyone. Now here's why. It's because all words are meant for is to describe our emotional condition. That's it. Now, what creates that? Well, all of our emotions are created in the past. We learn emotions in childhood. They're not innate in us. The original theory that we had certain innate emotions has been debunked. It's not true. They're all created. And so what we do is we bring those definitions of those emotional feelings that we learned from childhood into the present motion into the present moment. Now, those definitions are created by, remember as a child, we couldn't speak. We watched. We looked at our parents' eyes when they spoke to us. We watched their body language. That's how we're learning communication as a child and learning to make sense of the world. It's all about expression. It's emotional content. It's not words we can't process. And so when we see certain expressions, we then, now that we're, once we get older, we put words to it. And the words our parents described, what those things meant. All right? That's why everyone differs and everyone has different realities. Because your parents use different expressions. Every culture has different exp expressions. That's why words, even though there's a dictionary that says, like, look, men and women, we're now going against all biological truth in saying men are women. Like, people have decided, based on their own culture and their own emotions, to completely change the definition of what a man and woman are. I don't know if it's right or wrong. I'm not arguing that. I'm just speaking truth. This is, they want the definition of a man and woman to be completely different than it's ever been. Well, okay. It's up to you. That's your reality. I'll let you have it. I don't need to change it, but it's true. And so if someone argues back with me, well, that's just what it is. I'd be like, okay, well, I don't understand. Biologically, it shows all these differences. Can you tell me why it doesn't to you? It doesn't make sense to me. Like, educate me on how you see the world. You get to have your reality, but mine is different. All right? So that's why nobody ever makes us feel anything. Now, a perfect example of this and a perfect example of how words don't matter, but the emotions we learned tied to those words is the N-word. Think of it. If you are a black person and someone outside of your race says that to you, you're horrifically offended. I'm fine with that definition of and having that emotion over it, but... If someone within their culture says it, it's a term of endearment. So there's the, per like we do this with all these words. We all ascribe, wait a minute, in this condition, that's nice. I like that. You can call me that name. All right. But if this person says it, no, that's bad. I'm not judging it. I'm not saying it should be different. It's their reality. They get to have it. I don't have that life experience. It works for them. I'm, I, I'm in support of it. If it works for you and you're okay with it, knock yourself out. I, this, I'm not bringing up this topic to, you know, whether it's the male-female dynamic or the N-word, 
to pass judgment on anyone's position on it. What I'm showing you is how fights start. We all have our own reality. And so the N-word's the perfect example. They're a person of color who hears it from a certain person chooses an emotional response. They choose it. That person didn't make them feel that way. They chose it. And whether it was from within their community or outside of their community, they choose which definition they want. I'm not saying they shouldn't. I'm just speaking truth. That's what we all do with words. That's why we don't want to listen to words. We want to hear their emotions. So if someone of color was bringing this up and was getting upset with me, I, I wouldn't argue about whether that happens. It's obvious it happens. I'd just go, wow, what are you feeling? What, what's going on? What is it that is either, do you enjoy this? Like this conversation, that truth, is that an enlightening thing for you? Or is that hurtful to you? It's hurtful to you? Why? I don't understand that because that's, by your own admission, that's what you do. So how, why is it you're choosing to feel hurt by me pointing out a choice you make? Educate me. Do you hear how there's no argument there? I'm not saying their reality is wrong. I'm saying educate me on your reality. Help me learn about you. Intimacy into me, I let you see. And so my job as a listener is to allow for you to let me into you so I can see you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right. So to learn more about listening dynamics and how to navigate all of this, I have two suggestions for you. One, it's so hard. We've been, culture and society has taught us that words make us feel something, that the other, especially in this cancel culture now, you can't say anything. The other person is always responsible for making you feel bad. That's not even how the brain and body processes emotions. And so that's why I suggest you go watch my video, The Science. Your emotions always matter more than your thoughts. I have many other videos that talk about this. Uh, Lisa Feldman Barrett, is the one who shows and teaches all of this and shows how we all create emotions, that they are constructs we choose based on our parenting, the culture we grew up in, and the state of our body, all right? No one ever makes us feel anything. We do it to ourselves. I've just given you several examples of how we all choose definitions to create a, an emotional reaction to what somebody says, all right? <clears throat> now, for the listening skills, I encourage you to go watch my video, How to Listen Empathetically. That walks you through the listening process that I'm not gonna get into here. What I really wanna get into in this video, out of those three things that cause arguments, is a confrontation model. Because this is the one that most people don't have. 
They would never even consider, well, we have to learn how to fight? No, you just stop being a jerk. <laughs> well, I get that, but how's that working out for you? At least when I tried that, my relationships didn't work out well. So um, the only time I've had any success at a relationship is when I demanded this confrontation model be used because what, it turned, what happened is it turned every fight into connection. It saves relationships. It builds relationships. Whereas if you don't have a confrontation model, and again, it doesn't have to be my content. It can be anyone else's. Find a confrontation model that works. But you, if you're not following a type of confrontation model, a way that you deal with arguments and disagreements and emotional issues and all of these things, that's a reason you are struggling in a relationship, all right? So it's a commitment by both people to go, look, we just have to learn a new skill because what we're doing isn't working. And so we need to commit to this process, all right? Now, I'm gonna walk you through the basics of it, but I have a very deep and intricate um, free download on my website, kennyweiss.net resources. It's called Create Lasting Love and Conquer Confrontation. It walks you through all of these steps in a much more in-depth way. So you can download and print it and just have them throughout the house and when a fight starts, go, let's get it out and practice this until we learn it and it becomes natural. So what are the steps for the confrontation model? There are seven steps. The first one is share what you observed. Number two, share what you made up about what you deserved. Number three, share how you chose to make yourself feel about what you observed. Number four, ask for more information. Step five is make a request for change, sometimes. Number six, celebrate their no. And number seven, have a backup plan. Now let me go through this and show you how it works, all right? I will model it, all right? So let's say your partner came home yesterday and when they came home, they just completely ignored you and walked right past you and didn't say anything. So this is how the confrontation model would go. First of all, it's, hey, are you in a place where we can have a discussion about this? Okay, great. I, I just wanna bring up something that I noticed yesterday. It's my recollection that yesterday, um, when I observed you coming in from the house, I, I, what I think I saw was you walking right past me without saying hello. About that, I make up that you were angry at me, that you were rejecting me. About what I make up, I chose to make myself feel invisible, neglected, hurt, angry, scared. So I was wondering if you'd be willing to give me more information as to actually what was going on inside of you. Now, if they deny it, if their reality is that it, what do you mean? I, I just, I didn't say that, I didn't just want to happen. Okay, well, can you give me more information as to what you recall happening? Wow, um, I guess we have different realities on this. Well, I'd, I'd like to make a request. If you'd be willing, and this is how you start the request, if you'd be willing. If you'd be willing, when you do come home, would you be willing just to say hello to me? It means a lot to me to hear your voice and see your face and be acknowledged by you. Now, this is the thing that tricks people in relationships, is they think that if I make a request, my partner, I call it the Kardashian model, 
because you see this on reality TV and like The Bachelor and all of the dating shows is, well, if they loved me, they'd have my back at all times. That is just such garbage. <laughs> That's so Hollywood and fantasy and not real life and so codependent and dysfunctional. Because um, think of it. What if your partner came in and said, you know, life's getting a little boring around here. I want to spice up the relationship. So from now on, every Wednesday night, I'm going to go out and I'm going to kill somebody. And if you love me, you'll support me. Like, that's what you're saying. Like, that's how absurd it is when we say, you should just know this and I've told you before and, and you just have to do this for me. That is an incredibly codependent, childlike position. I don't mean to denigrate people. I'm just getting all animated and... So sometimes my language gets, I talk down. That's not my goal here. I'm just, I don't know, I'm a little spicy this morning. But uh, <laughs> anyway, what was I talking about? Um, the point is this. Step number six. We want to celebrate when we make a request for change. And our partner goes, you know, I've thought about that. And I can see that there might be times where I'd be more than happy to say hello to you when I walk in. But there are other times I'm so exhausted and preoccupied with work, I don't know that I can guarantee you that. So the reason we celebrate their no is, do you see what that does? What is the biggest complaint when relationships end? Almost everybody on both sides says, I did this for them, and I did this for them, and I did for this for them, and they wouldn't even do this. So in other words, every day I walked in and said hello. I did exactly what they wanted but she wouldn't make dinner for me. He wouldn't take out the garbage, whatever you know, the issue is. And so what that means is, if we demand, they do it. And they do it when they don't really want to. They're gonna resent us for us, resent us for it, they're gonna throw it in our face and they're gonna keep score. What do most fights center around? I did this for you, why aren't you doing it for me? They're keeping score. That's not love. That's manipulation. That's control. Because I'm only doing this in case you give it back to me. If you don't give it back to me, I'm not going to give it to you. That's not love. That's not a gift that's given freely. It has conditions. Right? That's why we celebrate their no, because we are not going to get hit over the head. We're not going to get blamed. We're not going to have them keep score of how they've been so great to us. Right? Because a person who is bringing up how they were so much better than the other person is somebody who gave themselves away. They said yes to things only so that they could use them as a bargaining chip to hammer the other person over the head of how much they did for them. It's like John Bradshaw talks about, the, you know, the severely codependent who becomes sadistically nice. And that's the, he, well, he says, thinly sadistic because they do these nice, comforting things only so that they can later slash you with how nice they were to you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. That is not kind and loving. That's why we celebrate 
when our partner says no, and that's number leads us to step number seven, have a backup plan in place, all right? The value in having a backup plan is, look, our partner cannot meet our needs all day, every day. They're human, they're limited, they're perfectly imperfect. It is always our responsibility to meet them ourselves. Now, some people will choose a relationship where they need a partner to meet a lot of their needs. Okay, great. Then make darn sure you pick that person. Because many people have all these needs, yet they pick someone who from day one says, no, I'm not going to do that. And they try and change them. You know, they just, they're so afraid of being alone. All of these different things. And they're constantly trying to drag the person over. Well, that's, that's about you, not them. Now, other people, like this person, who doesn't like as much connection and stuff, make darn sure you don't pick that person. And if you did, quit blaming them for wanting so much. You picked them. And so I'm not judging whether you want very little needs met or you want lots of needs met. It's your life. It's your relationship style. Pick whatever you want. All I'm, all I'm suggesting is live in truth, and take responsibility. And so if you pick a partner that doesn't align with your needs and wants, accept truth, you picked them, that's on you. You're gonna have to reconcile that inside yourself instead of trying to control them, manipulate them, and blame them for a choice you made, all right? Now, many times in relationships, people have seasons or they completely change and stop doing it. Well, again, what are you gonna do? Yes, it's terrible that they completely changed on you, but you have a choice. You are responsible. And so I ignore people's words. I watch their actions. If their actions fall, end up being against my morals and values, needs and wants, negotiables and non-negotiables, I leave. I don't tolerate it. I don't do the opposite, which is what most people who are fighting do. They try and control and change the other person. I make a request. If they show me they're not capable of meeting that request, I celebrate their no. Thank God. At least they're being honest. And then I do a self-assessment. Can I live without this? And if I can't, then I leave. That's my responsibility. That's how you end fights. So, I urge you, go download this confrontation model. Start using it. Your ability to have a loving relationship. If, and again, you never have to download my stuff or read my stuff or follow my programs. What I am advocating is get somebody's confrontation model, something you can both agree on and follow it because without it, your chances of having a relationship and sustaining a relationship are very small. So, Again, the solutions I offered to you, uh, uh, two videos, the science, your emotions always matter more than your words. You can find that on my YouTube channel. How to listen empathetically is the other video. And then the free download is on my website, kennyweiss.net, resources, scroll down, creating lasting love and conquering confrontation. And that gives you the complete and many more examples of how to navigate reality arguments, the, the steps to the confrontation model, and how to work it with each other so you can save your relationship. You can build a lasting, loving relationship that keeps you guys together.